Welcome to The Floating Experiment. I'm your host, Kim Kogani, and this podcast is meant to be a moment of pause in your busy day. Get comfy, take a deep breath, and let's go to the show. Hello and welcome to today's episode. If you're new here, I'm so happy to have you and I hope that you enjoy this episode. And if you're returning, welcome back. It's so exciting to have you back in this space with me. Before we get started, I would just like to invite you, if you're enjoying this podcast, if you could share it with a friend, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, or write a rating or review it on Apple Podcasts. That would help me so much, and it really just encourages me to keep this podcast going and keep recording episodes. Like truly, whenever I'm having a dark moment or I'm feeling just like I I don't want to keep going, um, I I go and I read the reviews on Apple, and it, it helps me so much and just reminds me that there are beautiful humans on the other side of of the microphone who are listening and enjoying. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Today, I want to talk about discomfort. I feel like I every time I come to record, I want to talk about just kind of being in this in-between space or discomfort or the unknown. Um, but as I continue down this journey... I'm starting to think that there isn't going to be a time where where I'm like, oh, yes, I have that aha moment and I know exactly where I'm going and what to do with the rest of my life. Um, I'm starting to just feel more comfortable in the fact that I don't really know where I'm going or what I'm doing. And I'm just really focusing on each day and being present and trying to celebrate the small wins where I can. Um, but the truth is, it's really uncomfortable. It's it's hard to wake up in the morning and not really have a schedule or, you know, I, I'm so grateful and I'm lucky to have the choice. And it can be kind of weird after having just like a set schedule and a routine for so long to just wake up and and not really know what to do with myself. Um, I mean, I have my morning routines and, you know, I have work and, you know, I have my dog Koshi. So that gives me some structure. But truly, like, for the past few weeks, I've been waking up and just wondering, like, what what is this all for? And just really contemplating, like, what is my purpose? And being someone who grew up, I'm a millennial. um, And I feel like in that generation, achievement was just really thrown on onto us and probably for other generations as well. But I will only speak to my experience. I remember being in school and you know, the getting good grades, the competing to be the best, like the more you could achieve, the more I could achieve, the better I felt. And that has kind of, that set the tone for the rest of my life. And I remember I was texting my friend and we were just chatting about life and things. And I asked her, I was like, don't you want to be 
the best at everything? And she was like, not really. And that was so confusing to me because I, I always strive to be the best. And I was like, winning is really fun. It feels good to win. And I started to sit with that more of like, what does that actually mean about, you know, how I'm showing up and why am I chasing this high of winning? Can I, can I change the narrative of what it means to win? Does winning have to be you're the best, you're the Simone Biles of whatever it is you're doing? And can winning be just, I showed up to the space. I rolled out my yoga mat today, even though there were 500 reasons why I didn't want to. Or can winning be, I really listened to my body and I took a nap and I didn't feel guilty about it. And so I've been really trying to just unpack that need to achieve because really in anything, in life, in career, in hobbies, like there's just no real like destination. The destination is an illusion. And so how can I really settle into this life journey and just kind of take a breath and stop trying to run the marathon like it's a sprint? There are times in life where you are sprinting. Like when I was building my jewelry company in the early days, there were times when I needed to sprint. And then there were times where it was slower and I could catch my breath. But the entire marathon is not meant to be sprinted as fast as you can. There are ebbs and flows and it's really not about that end goal. It's about the journey that you go on, what you learn in the process And I think that's really important to remember and to kind of circle back to winning. Winning is this end goal, this achievement, but it's fleeting. It doesn't last. Like if you win a game, there's going to be another game and then you would have to win that game and the next one. And then you're just in this perpetual cycle. Or if you're building a business You know, you start it, you grow, you hit a sales goal or you hit a number of followers on social media and then you're just chasing the next thing and the next thing, like the needle is always moving forward. And so I've been trying to just really dismantle arrival points in my life. And I still, you know, set goals. I think it's really important to set goals and to to celebrate that and to push yourself and achieving isn't inherently bad. It's just for me, I'm really trying to not make that the end all be all of my life. And it's deeply uncomfortable. And it's funny. um, I feel like discomfort is such a funny thing because it when we are in uncomfortable spaces, I feel like often our minds and our bodies are telling us that it's unsafe and that we should flee. Um, and some, there's a time and a place for that. Sometimes we, we need to, you know, like we're not in the right space, but oftentimes discomfort is really, it's actually a good thing. It's pushing us to grow. It's challenging us. And 
I've been noticing this a lot in my yoga practice. I've been going really slowly and just focusing on just like the foundational movements um, and the foundational asanas. And I'll just go as slow as I can and just hold a pose. And it's funny how like what comes up like when you're holding this pose you know your arms get tired your legs get tired and then your mind starts to kind of just like run wild my mind is like my arm hurts like I can't do this if you practiced more you would be able to hold this for longer and the truth is I mean everyone will hit a threshold the threshold can change but we all hit that point and come up to that point where we're like this is deeply uncomfortable and it's it's interesting to see what's on the other side of that sometimes I have to stop because like my arms are shaking or my muscles are sore Um, but sometimes I'll hold the pose and when that discomfort starts to come up when my muscles are kind of yelling at me. I'll just pause and I'll really try to lean into that discomfort and that pain. And sometimes it will just like dissipate. It's so interesting. And it's really curious to see what's what's on the other side of that and how good it feels to have kind of outlasted the discomfort. And so I've been playing with that and then just noticing in other parts of my life what what I'm avoiding and what discomfort comes up. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is my singing practice. So at the beginning of the year, I started taking singing lessons, which just signing up was something that was really uncomfortable for me. Um, I mean, I love, like, the feeling of singing. I'm a classic, like, car singer always. Um, And it was just something that brought me joy. And I grew up playing instruments, and that music has always just been a huge part of my life. So I thought that would be a really fun way to kind of expand and grow. Um, But it's hard. I've noticed that I will avoid practicing because I get sick of hearing my voice or I want to be farther along than I am. And that inner critic becomes really loud during those practice sessions. And it just all in all is kind of a, a, a challenging practice. It's fun. And I have a lot of moments where I can feel the progress. Um, but on the on the daily, it's actually just really challenging to even show up and practice and, and sing. And it's really vulnerable. And, you know, I think that the there is this story that I have, like my inner critic go-to story is that anyone who sings has to be naturally gifted and it's easy for them. And it just, you either are good at singing or you're not. And I'm just not sure that's true. Am I the best singer in the world? Definitely not. Is it something that I have to work at more than other people who might have like a natural inclination? Yes. And I'm still discovering my voice and I'm learning about how the vocal cords even work. And I have to remind myself that I've only been doing this for a few months and 
it just takes time to develop the technique, the muscle memory, you know, the where you sit in range, what your voice is. Um, and all that being said, that my inner critic, it just still shows up every single time. It's loud. And sometimes all I can do is maybe sing one scale or sing one song. And then it just is too uncomfortable. But then sometimes I show up and I, I let that voice have its time and then I kind of push through it. And on the other side of that is a lot of fun to be had. And it's just really, it's really an accomplishment when I can push through that discomfort. And so I just want to encourage you to notice the areas in your life where that you might be avoiding or the areas in your life that make you feel a little uncomfortable and listen to that voice that comes up and the thoughts that you have and just notice and maybe ask like, why is this something that's uncomfortable for me? Am I curious about what's on the other side of that discomfort or is that too much? And if you are curious, I would just invite you to sit with that discomfort that struggle and really lean into it. Let the critical voice have its time and just hold and then see what happens. And you might be surprised. So that's what I have for you today. Kind of a winding journey. And I'm, I'm going to continue to sit with the discomfort and report back. And to be honest, I probably won't have many answers for you, but I'm just so thankful that you're listening and you're part of this journey. It really does help me and I love showing up to this space and just kind of reflecting and sharing what I'm going through. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and I hope that you have a beautiful week and you can take time to celebrate the small wins in your life because you deserve it. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me, you can go to thefloatingexperiment.com and at thefloatingexperiment on Instagram. May you embrace a new way of being and invite that sensation of floating into your life. Until next time. Take care.